Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Thank you for taking this time to be in the company of like-minded friends. It's a beautiful, foggy morning at Upasana. Days are beautiful, perfect weather. Before we begin, let's take a moment to arrive. Wherever you are, just be comfortable, settle down. Lighten your mind and close your eyes. As you settle down, hold this image of as if sand is settling in a glass of water. All the restlessness, anxiousness, just settling down. Your body acquires lightness, softness. Breath coming in and breath going out. Pay attention to the smoothness, the ease of the breath flowing in and flowing out. <clears throat> Invite that calmness in your eyes. As your eyes become calm, facial muscles relax even more, open like a flower. Relax your neck, shoulders, spine, soften the belly and just get grounded, grounded. Imagine the breath rising from the navel towards the heart. As you breathe out, attention comes back to the navel. As the breath rises, beautiful lotus opens in your heart. 
As the breath goes out, the lotus closes. For the next few breaths, keep opening the lotus of the heart and closing it with each breath. <clears throat> Once the lotus is open, pause the breath for a moment. The golden light sitting atop the lotus. And release the breath before you stress out. Pause it again. Imagine little expansion. And release. Now we move our attention towards the third eye. Thinking of your eyes being still, let the mind rest in the center of the forehead. Pause the breath, focus deeply. Bright white light turning blue in the center of the forehead. Gently open your eyes. <clears throat> Thank you for taking this time.
may I live in the world in such a way that I receive everyone's blessings. May I live in the world in such a way that I receive everyone's blessings. We all know blessings are very important for our well-being, for our happiness. How do we receive someone's blessing? Through any of our acts, If a little joy, little happiness arises in someone else's heart, the vibration coming out of the, their being touches us in the form of blessings. Baba's word Seek your happiness in the smiles of others. In order to bring little joy in someone else's heart, my life has to be a life of service. Instead of always living in the world with this thought, what makes me happy? If I can just turn it around, what can make the other person next to me happy? I may not even know the person. We all do that. You are standing in the grocery store. Somebody's looking a little restless. You let him go ahead of you. You're driving. You let somebody pass, pull over. Those little things. Bring little ease, little respite, little joy in others' heart. The moment they experience that, the vibration coming out of their being touches you in the form of blessing. Not only people. You are walking around and you see a plant that needs little, that looks little wilted. You notice it, you give a little water. You look at a place that looks a little unkempt, you make it a little beautiful. You're receiving the blessing of that plant 
you are receiving the blessing of that, those grounds that you have just beautified. Somebody is thirsty, you give him a glass of water. If you look at it, all these acts require us not only focus on ourselves, but putting our attention towards the other. This is the life of service. And as we live this life, this kind of life, we constantly receive blessings. A person who lives with this kind of mindset, little blessings become much more. It reminds me of a little story that we were told as a child. Once in a village, there was drought. People had nothing left in their house. <clears throat> a mendicant came in that village asking for alms. This woman, old woman, all she had in her house that was left was a carrot, little shriveled up carrot. That's all she had. She gave that carrot to the mendicant. Next year, rains came and everybody lived happily. When the woman died, the angels came and they said, you come to heaven. She said, because you had given a carrot, as an arm to this mendicant, that good deed will take you to heaven. The carrot appeared and he said, grab onto the carrot and this will take you to heaven. She grabbed onto the carrot, the carrot started rising. Somebody next door neighbor saw that. He grabbed onto her leg. And then there was a chain of people ascending to heaven. When the woman saw a big chain, the whole village down, be down below, she said, not because of my carrot, you are coming to heaven. And she started shaking her leg and she let go of the carrot from her own hand. <laughs> Everybody fell. <laughs> Not because of my character. <laughs> Sometimes we have this kind of attitude. You know, I have some little thing just because I don't want to give it to you. It's mine. Not because of my character, you're not going to. You have something that can bring a little joy to somebody else. It may take a little 
discomfort in parting with it, I give it to them. Yeah, be happy. Or sometimes even making these acts of sacrifice, giving something to somebody else, takes a little act of sacrifice. Yes, I can have it. It will bring me a little joy. But I give it to somebody else. They can enjoy it. Every time we do an act of service, it does require some sacrifice. Finding that joy in giving. Whatever you want to give, give with an open heart. If you give something with a little discomfort in your heart, a little tightening in your heart, that giving is not as good. Give with the joy. Wait. How light our heart feels when we do something to make someone happy. Again, this act has to come from the fullness of our heart, not from a calculative mind. That if I give you this, you'll become happy, then you will do something for me, for me. That's a That's not really true giving. Give something from the openness of your heart. Not because you have to, not because it's your dharma, not because you want to raise, you want to gain somebody's praise or you want to write your name in the newspaper or have a plaque. Whatever you do, just do it from the fullness of the heart. That it will bring somebody happiness. And this is the best way to receive blessing. Again, we are doing it not because I will receive the blessing either. That thought is not even there. The blessing does come. The blessing does come. But I'm not doing it to receive the blessing. I'm grateful. So whether it is an act of letting somebody pass or stepping out of the line, put somebody else in front of you or give something that you think will, you will enjoy but somebody needs it more, giving it to them. These are all acts that come from that fullness. The fullness overflowing. Fullness overflowing. If some of you remember, that used to be the tagline of our ashram. Jeanette is sitting there. I see her. It was Jeanette's. She coined up the term. How to say sadhana and seva in a simple way. 
through sadhana, through our spiritual practice, we connect with the fullness, which is already there. And the overflowing of that fullness is selfless service. Please know, you are absolutely whole. You are complete unto yourself. This is how you are born. As we grow up with all kinds of social structures, we begin to experience lack of something. Then we try to fulfill that and life goes on through our spiritual practice, through our satsangs, through our keeping good company, we are reminded of our true self. Our natural state of being is, we are complete unto ourself. Nothing from outside is lacking. If I'm experiencing lack, it is because of some mind-held idea that I need this to be happy. We do not need anything from outside to be happy. It's all within. How good it feels if I just holding the word contentment in our mind, we take a nice deep breath. Feel that contentment. Sometimes we have everything. An idea comes in the mind, I will not be happy without it. Now we go running, chasing it. If we have everything, we latch on to somebody else's unhappiness. Then we try to fix that. And until that is done, that becomes a little source of irritation for me. Please know, every soul has come alone and lives alone. Every soul has its own journey. If I can do something to make somebody's journey a little smoother, I do it. If I cannot, then I have to just take a step back and not carry that burden on our own shoulders. <clears throat> Be that our parents, be that our child, our spouse, our friends, whoever. I can do whatever I can do, then take a step back. Allow that soul to experience and go through its own journey. I know many people must be thinking we all are very sensitive and caring people and we hold on to somebody else's suffering and now we try to solve it and there is only so much we can do for that. Looking at who is in front of me, each one of you are very caring people. You have kind heart. You do whatever you can 
But please also remember that every soul has its own journey. And you have your own journey. And your journey is to connect with that fullness and let it overflow. If somebody has some more expectations of you, some more expectation from and you are aware of it, if you can do something by connecting with your fullness, your gratefulness, if you can do something, you do, but don't let it be a cause of unhappiness because you cannot fill somebody else's expectation. There are also those in our lives, no matter what you do, they are never happy. They always want more. No matter how much you do, that will never be fulfilled. So you have to draw the line that whatever you are doing, you are not doing from a place of irritation. Do whatever you can do with the fullness of your heart. And somebody, because of your character, if they're ascending, let them ascend. May the chain be longer. May the people from the next village can come. If somebody can have a little joy because of your little sacrifice, go for it. May I live in the world in such a way that I receive everyone's blessing. Instead of staying focused on what makes me happy, if I just turn the focus, what makes the other person to be happy? It shifts the whole paradigm. Very simple. Those adjustment we have to do in our own thoughts, in our own thinking, in our own being. And it begins to give a whole new meaning to life. I know there are many people who try to make others very happy. They're called people pleasers. I'm not talking about you being a people pleaser because people pleasers are coming from a place of having low self-esteem and try to please. Look at that too. Whatever you are going to do for the other, you are come doing from the fullness without expectation that they will be happy, then they will be nice to me. You are happy by yourself. You don't need anybody else's approval. Staying connected with your fullness, living in the world with the attitude, what can I do to make you feel a little more whole? Anyway, this was the thought that I was walking around and came to me. And uh, I just shared with you, nothing new, you all know it. 
but just look at the little shift of the attitude. What can I do to make the other happy? Thank you all. Uh, this simple little thing I shared with you, it's much more than what I say, just to greet each other, see each other. Makes a beautiful day. I would love to hear what's on your mind. Thank you, Babaji. If you have a question for Baba or would like to make a comment, you can chat me. Um, you can also just let me know. I'd like to speak with Baba. And we can get that going for you. Baba, there is a, a question. Uh, in the moment when you feel resentful while doing something for someone else, what's a good practice? Stop. Stop. Take a step back. Take a deep breath. And then do it. Because doing something from resentment, whatever you are doing, is not going to bring about happiness to the other or to yourself. Those actions are like the plastic flower that have no fragrance. They look good, they look perfect, but they have no fragrance, they have no life. So our attitude is very important when we are trying to do something for somebody else. And it won't happen right away but you have to remember that you, you are thankful, you are grateful that you are able to do something for that person. You are grateful. That's why they have asked you or you have, you, you have been put in that position. So connect with that blessing that you already have, that you are able to do something for that person. You are honoring the Guru in that moment. You are honoring your own higher self. You are honoring the divine in you. If you think you are doing it, then you get into trouble. You are the instrument for that energy to flow. Just that I am an instrument which this energy can flow and bring some respite in somebody else's heart. You are not the doer. <clears throat> you are just the instrument. When you start thinking about me, then you are thinking about your carrot. I know it's not that easy, but practice it. Whenever you are in the resentment, stop. Just Calm your eyes, soften your belly, just pull back your energy of resentment that's flowing out, pull it back, breathe it into your heart, let your heart expand, connect, do it.
connecting with yourself, coming back to your fullness is the answer to that question. Once you're connected with your fullness, it overflows. Thank you, Baba. There's several questions in the chat. Uh, the next one is, uh, how do I apply an open heart and fullness in a business conflict? In this, there is always some give and take and look at your own expectation and look at the other's expectation and see if there is somewhere in the middle. And if you want to avoid the conflict, maybe just go a little bit more, a little five, 10% more than what you think you deserve. Um, that way you avoid lots of conflict. I'm not saying that you just chuck it all out and walk away because they don't want to get in the conflict. There is always a way to resolve things and make it come in the middle or a little bit this way or that way. Because fighting is not going to help anybody. Fighting just makes somebody else rich. Their lawyers get it. So what you are going to, maybe you could have given a little earlier, you won't end up spending all that unnecessarily. What happens in business transactions that we are always focused on our thing, what I think. And the more sometimes we put ourselves in the shoes of our opponent and see how they are thinking, what they are thinking, what do they, why do they think they deserve it? And putting ourselves in the other shoes sometimes helps too. Uh, next question, Babaji. Uh, at what point does helping someone become interfering with their path? It's just like a child, you know, you are trying to make him walk and they hang on to your finger and let him take away your hand, let him fall, let him get up by themselves. Some parents are like the helicopter parents, you know, they never let him go anywhere. So the child never grows. So you help and then let him stand and let him fall. And that's okay. Don't just totally make it like you have to be there all the time. You have to let them develop their own muscles. So 
in each situation is different. And you see, you give them a little idea, a little help. Now let them walk. And don't feel guilty when you are pulling back. Give them a chance, give them an opportunity to do that. And you, when people are, you're helping people that much, they cry, they, they want it all the time. And I don't think that helps. Everybody has their journey. You can just help a little bit. You cannot walk for them. Guru says, I have shown you the path. You have to walk on it. Guru cannot walk for you. So don't try to walk for somebody. Let him walk. Uh, Baba, uh, there's more questions. Uh, how can we tell the difference between pleasing someone and being blessed by someone? As long as you are coming out from the fullness of your heart and trying to do something to make someone's life a little easier, you're receiving the blessing. Don't even think about receiving the blessing. I just put it in. You, you know something is coming your way. You don't have to sit there like this. Oh, I'm receiving the blessing now. I have done a good deed. Don't go there. It will come and find you. Uh, Richard Sklove has a comment, Baba. Mm -hmm. Yes, Richard. Uh, I was unmuted and it muted itself. Hi. Um, I always appreciate the Seva Sadhana Dharma talk. And I, I had it, it inspired me to have some thinking about the fullness overflowing that um, there's a way that there's more, I think something more than fullness overflowing might be, might be in play, which is that the fullness overflowing idea is that we do our sadhana and that brings fullness and that overflows in seva. But I think there's a way that fullness isn't only the expression of sadhana, but that seva also brings the, completes it to the sadhana and helps bring the fullness because especially in our society, there's a lot of social reinforcement for narcissism. And there's a way in which doing sadhana can become a very narcissistic self-involved activity. And it, and it seems to me that being of service or, or being helpful in a selfless way helps get us out of that narcissistic track. And so it can help not merely express fullness, but help complement the sadhana and, and bring the fullness. So that was just a thought I had. That's a beautiful thought. Yes, this, it's like a sadhana does um, bring us the fullness too. 
Hold on a second, I'm having a little. I want to look at the gallery, okay. Yes, Richard, that was a very good observation. Thank you for that. Baba, uh, the next question is, uh, what when one suffers from low self-esteem, what can be done to overcome the need for praise from others? 9 points of daily routine <laughs> low self esteem the best medicine for that is look at your daily routine once you begin to do something that is good for your body and good for your mind your energy begins to rise and this is why i put so much emphasis on your daily routine. What do you do? The, what is the first thing when you wake up in the morning? How do you get out of the bed? What is the first thing you do? Um, eat, after, drink after that. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. And once your body feels tended and taken care of, the energy automatically begins to rise. Do a little meditation. So... <clears throat> For self-esteem, you have to put some effort into taking care of yourself, your body, and your mind. Little daily routine that in, has a little meditation, little yoga is really, I have seen it work. And that's why I emphasize it so much. I know there could be lots of uh, psychological words, but that's not my department. My department is your body, your mind. You first you do some concrete actions in that direction. Everything takes care of itself. Devote your life to something higher, higher purpose. We think of, we have low self-esteem because we are only thinking about ourselves. Start thinking about something bigger. You'll be out of that. I see Sonoma Ashram Temple there. Who is in the temple right now? Frank and Nava. Good, good, good. That's fine. Uh, Baba, there's a question about the carrot. <laughs> Why did she let go of the carrot on the way to heaven? Could you please elaborate on her decision to let go of the carrot? Because she didn't want others to go to heaven because of, of her giving. She gave the carrot. You know, there are some people who have that attitude that I have it. I know you want it, but I'm not going to give it to you. Why should I do this for you, for your happiness? So there are instances like that. Neighbors, you know, here you have neighbors, neighbors always fight with each other. I have four inches, you have, you have encroached upon me. 
Well, you know, if that four inches, their tree is coming, just let it have it. So, this mindset that because of I have it, because of mine, if somebody is getting a little happiness, then I feel bad. And there are many instances like that. I have seen it. Some people create a little nuisance for the others just because they can and they are right. Instead of creating nuisance for others, if we can create a little something that can they can appreciate. So she didn't want others to go to heaven because of her carrot. I know none of you are like that, but I just brought that story. <laughs> we definitely are not like that, Bob. <laughs> um, uh, one question, uh, what if someone wants you to sacrifice something that you don't feel it works for you? Are you not of service? Can you ask that question again? Yes. What if someone wants you to sacrifice something, but you don't want to? Then don't. <laughs> the whole idea is that you want to sacrifice for the other before somebody wants you to. If somebody wants you to, and then you are doing it, then you, there is already a resentment. There is a saying in Hindi, bin mange mile so dudhasam, mange mile so pani, vako samjho raktasam, jisme khicha tani, means whatever you receive without asking, and it comes to your way. Consider it as nurturing and pure as milk. Whatever you receive by asking, consider that as water. It's still good, but it's not as nurturing as milk. And that which you receive after lots of pulling and pushing and cajoling and positioning and consider that to be like blood. So there is milk, there is water, there is blood. So whatever you receive without even asking for is like milk. Whatever you receive after asking is like water. But whatever you get by pushing and pulling, that has already lost its purpose, its meaning, its joy. <clears throat> so may I give before it's even being asked, that's the best giving. If it's asked and I can give, I can still do that. But this pulling and pushing creates a whole different kind of charge. And even after you get whatever you struggle so hard for, doesn't have the same joy. Or you gave something 
doesn't bring the same result. That's all the questions, Babaji. Beautiful, we have a long day ahead. We just finished three Ratri here. And uh, now it's time to go gather all the flowers and go to the ocean and come back and do the closing. It's a beautiful day here. So I'm just going to look at everybody and please know I see your name and I see who, who you are. <clears throat> My love and blessings to you and Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful week ahead. May you receive everyone's blessing. Thank you all.